Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I was in that there London the other week and I found myself in an artisan bakery because I like to think I'm someone I'm not. And I mean, who doesn't like taking out a loan for a croissant? So I asked for a coffee and because I'm queer... And if you squint, vegan presenting, I asked for it with oat milk. And they said to me, that will be 80p more. 80p more? I almost fucking fell over. 80p since when was milking a cow? 80p cheaper than milking an oat. I mean, I could milk myself for cheaper. Tone after the tone after the tone Leave your name Welcome back, LTLs, FTCs, lurkers, occasional listeners and passers-by. This is After the Tone. My name is, of course, Scotty. And together with the ATT cohort, we give you... Well, we give you far too much, in my opinion, actually. (laughs) We give you, the general public, the chance to take over the airwaves with your funny business. And the result, for better or worse, is a podcast that nobody asked for. This week, down the pub, a controversial addition to Christmas dinner, recreating of mice and men with a hamster, and my laugh is helping to start a car, apparently. (laughs) Now, something very exciting for the Notitia board is that next week is our Christmas Especiales. So we want, actually I'm going to go as far as need, might even push it to demand for calls pertaining to Christmas, the holidays, December etc. More on that a bit later. Uh, remember, if you've not pressed that subscribe button, then you are technically fatphobic and this is a hate crime. So I'll wait for you to press that for me now, please. Thank you very much. Producer Deb is away this week. So Maya is in the driving seat. Apparently, okay, I've been told that Debbie is trying to find herself in Scotland. Well, I fucking hope she finds herself fucking quickly because I've got beds that need changing for Christmas and she thinks I'm fucking doing that on my own. She's got another fucking thing coming. So it's just me and Maya this week, okay, and we're going to level with you. We don't want this to be a fucking shit show, because sometimes it can be quite shit, actually. It can be quite boring. And do you know why? That's, That's on you lot. Not on me. Not on me. 
possibly on producer dad, but not me, because you lot are living quite dull lives, actually, okay? And that does have an effect on the quality of the show. So I tell you what, if you lot listening, if you could just pretend to be as dynamic and interesting as me, well, that would be very nice, okay? Many thanks, kind regards. Okay, I've had a, a couple of glasses of wine, but I just wanted the After the Tone podcast crew to know that for some reason... I listened to your podcast the other day um, when I was driving in my car and now my Bluetooth is stuck on the After the Tone podcast and every time I start my car, the first thing I hear is Scotty laughing every morning at 8am and I just wanted to stop. Can someone please send someone to help? I'm only joking. I love the show so much. But I, if anybody has any ideas on how to fix a Citroen fucking Bluetooth, uh, please let me know. Thank you. Good evening, East Belfast. I'm assuming, you know, you sound the sort. Now, <laughs> what do you mean for some reason you were listening to After the Tone? As if this isn't part of your, like, weekly ritual? As if you're not listening? Some people who call up this podcast, they that they listen to this every night before going to bed. You should be blessed. This isn't fucking Citroen tech support, you know? Like, what am I supposed to fucking do? Oh, yeah, let me ask the general public if anyone knows how to fix your fucking Bluetooth. Go to a fucking garage, find somebody who actually... What, am I running a fucking car podcast now? Listen, I've had a fucking enough with gravy the last season, and this season it being largely about bird death. I am not getting into fucking car mechanics, because I'm far too glamorous. Okay, this will wind you up. On my Christmas dinner, I have onion rings. It is incredible to have an onion ring with bread sauce and gravy on it. And I also think that stuffing is shit if it's got meat in it. It's too heavy and there's a lot of meat already on my plate. So what I prefer to have is those shit little sage and onion ones. I'm so annoyed. Onion rings with a Christmas dinner. Is there no rules left? There'll be rioting next. Onion rings with the Christmas dinner. I don't mean to be phobic, but it sounds very Welsh. <laughs> ah, that sounds like some funny valley business that makes sense to people over that way. But I'll tell you what, to my ears, never an onion ring shall pass my lips during the Christmas season. I wouldn't even have it as a finger buffet food. Is that a contro- Am I the controversial one here? You know, sometimes I think, have I lost the plot? Because, you know, you lot seem so fucking dead certain. And also, what do you mean a stuffing without sausage is better? It's just dry cardboard with a bit of garden in it. No, no, no. You Do you know what? I'm sorry, vegans, close your ears. Dead pig elevates a stuffing ball, okay? And that's, that's in the doomsday fucking book or something like that. No, next. Hello, Scotty and everyone at ATT. It's Stevie from Colchester. I was listening to your podcast this morning and I heard the hamster under the armpit story and I just, I felt compelled to call in with my hamster story. (laughs) It's a shocker. Prepare yourselves. I'm sorry about this. I was about 12, but I'd had this hamster for a while. But around 12, 13, I started smoking weed. 
I came home one night quite stoned and uh, ready to go to sleep. And I just thought, I'll just get my hamster out of the cage and just lay him next to me there while I'm in bed. And we'll just have a little cuddle. And I used to do it sometimes before I went to sleep. His name was Lenny. There's no um, Steinbeck reference, but it's not lost on me. But this night, due to my um, having had a little smoke, I fell asleep with Lenny out of his cage and sort of resting between my shoulder and my head. Oh, God, this is... Oh, I'm a, I can't believe I'm going to tell you all this. In the morning, I woke up and um, Lenny was dead. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I realised what had happened. I had, like, lent on him or, like, rolled over on him or something... And I had I had scratch marks on my cheeks, guys. <laughs> this is actually a trauma, you know. I don't. <laughs> this is not something to laugh about. I love that little furry creature. Anyway, he was gone. I was mortified. I had to go downstairs holding his little dead body with his claws up in the air and explain what had happened. And my dad's reaction to this was um, that we must immediately go out and buy another hamster that looked like Lenny, put it back in the cage and just pretend it had never happened, which, you know, is probably why I'm at therapy now. Please don't hate me. I love animals. Um, I'm vegetarian, actually. I have been since I was eight years old. What a precocious little shit I must have been. Sorry about this. That's my hamster story. Love you so much. Wish I could come to the live, but... Ain't going to happen. Single parent, all that biz. Can't get anyone to look after me, kid. Can I bring her along? She's 11. Maybe. All right, anyway. Love you. Bye. Oh, Stevie, do you ever get the feeling that you're the problem? (laughs) Maya, get on the phone to the RSPCA, because seriously, this person has got a lot of fucking dead animal stories, and I think there's something to it. Stevie, it's lovely to have you in the room. Lenny the Hamster, RIP. Listen, what were you thinking? Because in my head, you were an adult, okay? I can't quite place when you were smoking weed. But in my head, you were an adult. And then you went downstairs to tell your dad. And I thought, well, you know what? Anyone who's listening overseas, that's very on brand for Colchester. (laughs) The eight-year-old vegan vegetarian weed smoker who kills hamsters. What an excellent hamster story. Oh, do you know what? So the reason why it's funny is because the level of guilt that you're still holding about it, Stephen. I'll tell you what, Lenny probably had a lovely life because you were very affectionate with dear Lenny. And who knows? Lenny could have had a heart attack in the night. Like, it, look, if you found Lenny in the, I was going to say the fish tank, but it's not fish tank. <laughs> if you found Lenny in the cage, that's what you keep hamsters in. If you found Lenny in the cage dead that morning, you wouldn't have thought that it was your fault, would you? So absolve your sins. It's fucking only an hamster. I mean, it's technically a rat isn't it apparently it's like a desert rat is a hamster who knew i think i've just made that up let's just say lenny had a lovely time actually i'm connecting with his spirit right now is because you know in certain circles people call me claire voyant lenny's connecting with me now and saying it's all all right don't worry i'm having a lovely time that's how lenny talks Hi, Scotty, Debbie, Tim, Cat, and Maya. I hope you're all well. Um, you wanted uh, worst Christmas stories. This one, I don't know if it's funny. Me and my sister were visiting my granny for Christmas, you know, snoozing in two little like twin beds on Christmas Eve. Um, got woken up at six o'clock in the morning by the buzzer going for the front door. 
was very confused, but I went down to see who it was after the second amount of, of really frantic buzzing. And there was this very put together middle-aged woman at the door in the middle of the in the dark asking if her daughter was in the house. And I was going, I don't think so. Pretty sure not. And she said that she'd followed her, found my phone to the house. No daughter. We thought maybe she was in some of the other houses, but anyway, the women left again. However, I got my sister up and we went and we looked. We then spent the next half an hour to an hour walking around the playing field at the back of my granny's house scared that we were gonna like stumble over this girl never found her we also spent the whole of christmas day looking out of the window to see if like the police would turn up in the area or something nobody turned up nothing happened so i'm assuming that this girl was fine she arrived home again all good but yeah not the best christmas morning i've ever had we were really tired <laughs> later on that day anyway here's to uh, more of a lion on the 25th this year. Thanks, bye. First time caller, I think. And hello from up there in Scotland. One of my favourite terms is when you say that people are very well put together. Oh, I love that as a turn of phrase. It's a turn of phrase that I like to use now. I'm using my mystical voice because I feel like this could be a bit ghosty. Maybe, maybe it was a ghost of somebody who came to your house. Do you know what I mean? Is that just me? Have I watched too much fucking Netflix, true crime, spooky drama? Oh, I'm scared I'm in the house, I've turned the lights off and I've got a funny radio on. Have I watched too much of that? I think that's what it could be. What if it was the ghost of Christmas past? What if you get a knock at the door this year on the 24th? Oh my God, you'll have to let us know. Time for a breather, but still to come. Reputations are salvaged, special guests and Westlife in the afterlife. Now, next week is the Christmas special, and because I'm a nice person, I'm co-hosting next week's episode with your favourite and mine, the amazing Travis Alabanza. They'll be joining me in the hot seat to answer your questions and judge your lifestyle choices, let's be fair. So be sure to start your call for next week with Hi Travis and send your voice note to this number. 0788 200 3420. It's a Christmas special, so we really want shit Christmas present stories, terrible Christmas past stories, keep it light if you can, <laughs> ideas for surviving that annoying auntie. Someone might want to do a song, or no doubt with you fucking lot, you want to do a fucking poem. Maybe you want to tell us a cracker joke or two, or give us your version of events from the Christmas story of the little baby Jesus. And most importantly, I'd really love us to play What Are You Having for Your Christmas Tea? This week over on Patreon, I'm talking to somebody who hasn't left their name or location, but it's a lovely chat. (laughs) Oh, isn't that getting you excited to get over on the Patreon and offer us your support? Remember, you get exclusive content, exclusive calls, and you'll be helping keep the pub going. We understand it's really difficult times to be asking people to help us support like this. But if you can, you can. And if you can't, you can't. Patreon.com forward slash after the tone. If you can't, perhaps you might be able to share the podcast on your socials at after the tone P. O-D. Hi to Scotty and Deb, Tim, Kat, and Maya. This is Jay from Canada calling. My pronouns are he, him. Uh, and I just wanted to respond to Holly, not from North Carolina, but now from Montreal, who talked about their experience with uh, the doctor and just wanted to share solidarity. It like fucking sucks <laughs> to navigate the healthcare system. I also live in Canada and had like a really rough go with my health in the last year and I'm also a fat person and 
I found what helped me like actually kind of get some attention is like making it personal for my doctor. So for example, like I needed, well, I felt I needed an additional test and the doctor said that my symptoms didn't quite line up. And so finally I just actually said like, do you have a kid? And he said, yes. And I said, okay, so like, let's pretend that your kid is me (laughs) and a doctor tells your kid the same thing that you don't quite have enough to request this test yet. Like, how would you feel? And he just sat there and looked at me and was quiet. And and I said, I'm somebody's kid. <laughs> like, And my health matters. And I need this test. And I need you to care. I've been in here too many times and sent away too many times. And I know something's wrong. And I need you to believe me. If you can't believe me, I want you to look at me and pretend that I'm your kid. And believe your kid. <laughs> like, I don't know. That seemed to do the trick. It sucks that I had to even do that. It's ridiculous. But that seemed to work. I got the referral for the test that I needed or wanted and ended up getting diagnosed with like an autoimmune disorder. So <laughs> like I wasn't wrong. I was right. And my autoimmune disease has nothing to do with my weight. So I just, I feel for you, Holly. I hear you. And like, ugh, I just hope that it gets better for you. I hope that like you're able to navigate that in the future. And I know how hard it is. So, yeah. Beautiful. Hello, Jay. I think you might be a new person around here. Welcome to the club. Take your shoes off. Enjoy yourself. Another person to add to the family from Canada. Hello. Lovely to have you. Now, listen, I absolutely love this when yous lot call up and offer a bit of solidarity and a bit of a life learning to each other. Oh, my God. The tingles that I'm getting. And I just want to get you both in the same room and give you a massive cuddle. Because... You're right. It is massively shit, Jay, that you have to go through these, like, hurdles. Something that I find very complicated is that in all other of care practices that I experience, so particularly I guess I'm thinking here about yoga and weightlifting, when I'm in those spaces, the people who I'm working with or people that are training or people that are teaching me or people that are helping me are always like, you know your body, don't push yourself. If this feels like a certain thing, let me know. It's all very like secure and safe and and perhaps I'm lucky with the people whose content that I consume and who I look to as a educator in those realms that they are always about the person-centered and actually also within therapy as well it's so personal centered it's about what I need but when we go into the medical system as fat people look we are so detached from our bodies we are decapitated from our bodies like we don't have any idea about how they work and I wonder if this is a systemic to this idea that fat people are out of control, this myth that we are somehow out of control. So why would we know what our bodies feel like? And we know through data, very complicated, ugly data of a thing called fat blindness. And I think we've spoken about this in very early seasons of the show, where people go to their doctors who are fat and they present with certain presentations and they say, I think I want to be tested for this thing. And it's ignored because doctors and GPs in general often put a lot of our presentations down to weight and oh god it's it is so frustrating and so jay thank you so much for offering this way of moving forward yes humanizing getting them to reconnect with you as a person but like you say isn't it fucking shit wouldn't it just be nice to be heard
Hi Scotty, it's the little one here who got frisbeed from a couple of shows ago. I do remember it well, as does my mum. It was the night that the Man United won the treble and she kept insisting that there was absolutely nothing wrong with me because she didn't want to go to A&E and instead wanted to watch the football while I was literally standing there pretty much with my arm split open. So yeah, it was it was quite a memorable moment in my life. But I do just want to say to Gemma, I do forgive you, and mainly because I don't know if you remember this, but not long afterwards, you did actually save my life as well. So me and Rosie, her sister, were playing out on that fateful drive once again, and the the kind of local bully from up the road came down. I was absolutely petrified of him. He had such a sort of swagger about him. And me and Rosie were just minding our own business, painting our nails, and he ran up the drive grabbed the nail varnish and held it to my face and pretty much held me hostage with some nail varnish. So I started crying, Rosie started screaming and Gemma came running out, chased him away. If anything, that's what I remember Gemma for. In my head, she's a hero. Oh my God, I am so glad that you called up. Now, listeners, just to fill you in, a couple of episodes ago, our Gemma had a confession to make about someone that she grew up with who threw a series of Frisbees and the Millennium 2000s. (laughs) This little one went flying. Well, it's so lovely to hear the other side of the story. And Gemma, your reputation is healed. Look at you. You should get one of those Heart of Gold. Was it Heart of Gold by Esther Ransom? My God, I'm really showing my age now. For anyone who is much younger than me, there used to be a programme on telly presented by Esther Ransom where you'd nominate someone who was a nice person and they'd get a badge. The irony with my feelings about badges. Don't fucking ask me for a fucking badge, Gemma. So Gemma (laughs) Gemma would have got a heart. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? And also, there is something in those moments, you know, when someone says, nah, I'm not fucking having this, that it sticks and it stays with you about who that person is. So there you go, Gemma. Look, you're an old of your sins. What can we say after the tone is very Catholic this week, isn't it? Look at me healing everybody. (laughs) Practically, Mother Teresa over here. Hiya, Scotty. Hiya, Deb's Tim Catmire. It's Nat here, sitting with me, Auntie Mandy. Say hello, Auntie Mandy. Hello. How are we doing today? (coughs) Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. It's a healthy cough, isn't it? Oh, Oh. really good. (laughs) It's a good one. We had a good weekend though this weekend, didn't we? Yeah, all brilliant. What have we been up to? Oh, everything. Been here and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody hell. When was it we went for yesterday for our lunch? Oh, where the spoons are all bloody Christmas. <laughs> Free coffee, innit? That's why he likes to go. It's the only reason. Hmm. Mm. I didn't know they give free coffee. Yeah. I also didn't know that trick that Gareth said about if you rinse out your cup. (laughs) 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 If you just grab someone else's cup, rinse it out, done. You can be in there all day. Well, done. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, does. Oh, dear. Oh, I killed my brothers. Yeah. You've got a lot of them to kill. (laughs) 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 Big family. 
very one of eight. One of eight. Amanda, you're the youngest. Like, I'm the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. how we like it, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> With the babies. A <laughs> uh, massive gaze. <laughs> uh, bloody hell. <laughs> oh, God. oh dear well anyway I text dad maybe you might get us some milk on the way although the fucking shop's around the corner and uh, I went to the shop to get milk and I came back with wagon wheels <laughs> <laughs> right well we'll love and leave you um, but yeah this was uh, Nat and Mandy Signing off from Port Albert. Good morning. <laughs> good morning and goodbye. <laughs> oh, gorgeous. Hello, Nat and hello, Mandy. Thank you so much for calling in all the way from Port Talbot, turning in to be quite the Welsh affair this week, isn't it? I tell you what, those laughs, you can tell that those two have a good old fucking give go with each other, don't they? Oh, bless. <laughs> I mean, I really loved you being like, that sounds like a healthy laugh. <laughs> <laughs> gorgeous gorgeous absolutely beautiful that's a, put a, just a massive smile on my face i love these calls where people are calling up with their nearest to dearest to someone that they want to share a little moment with because it's like we're allowed a little snapshot into people's lives in a different way and of course we know nat for a long time around these parts so you know it's like we're revealing different parts from people's lives but i'll tell you what wagon wheels Will I fuck have a fucking wagon wheel with a cup of tea? Do you know what? I've got controversial opinions about wagon wheels. I mean, <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> There's not enough texture to them. They, Do you know, like, when you leave the biscuits and they go a bit soft, that's what a wagon wheel is like for a fresh from the packet. I'm not sure I would consider a wagon wheel a biscuit. You know, it's too mushy. No, not for me, Nat. Please try again. Hiya, Scotty. Love, it's that JRF here. Hello, love, how are you? So, lols, like yourself, I grew up in in a cult. And you put a shout-out on the Instagrams about what did I do this weekend. Well, I went and had Mariah done. First time since 2018. I've got layers cutting my hair and it's all curly. Oh, it's gorgeous. I look like one of them bodice rippers. I feel like I should be wearing a satin shirt that's open down to my navel. While I'm talking to you, I'm getting my left elbow tongue punched by uh, Tammy Faye Barker Biscuits. You had a bath today, didn't you? So she's got bangs now, though she looks a little bit like Anne Widdicombe. But um, my pal and I, Genitalia, she took us to go to a carol concert at Greyfriars Kirk in Edinburgh. I know. It was really nice. It was really nice to sing hymns. And it got me thinking, singing hymns was like my first experience of like live music, as it were. But I was laughing because you mentioned that it was like being in a Westlife video, me doing the the light parties, honestly. There's um a line, and he leads his children on to the place that he is gone, where with stars we will be crowned while all in white we stand around and i just burst out because <laughs> i felt like heaven is going to be very west life any road i thought i'd just share that with the group
All right, love and light. God bless you all. And a big kiss from uh, Nana JRF. All right. Bye. <laughs> Nana JRF with the Anne Widdecombe lookalike dog. <laughs> Ah, now, a little bit of Polari chat that was there. For those of you uninitiated with the gay secret language, Raya means your hair. Basically, Polari, you can look it up on the internet. It was a language that the queers used to speak before delegalisation. Before we were allowed to do the bummins. <laughs> so Raya is hair backwards. Yeah, so people would refer to their Raya's. And so she's had a Raya's on, dear. Oh, gorgy, gorgy. Now, when you said a carol concert, in my head, I generally thought... <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if you invited a whole bunch of cult leaders, people of faith, to a carol concert and they all just turned up and it was like Carol Smiley, Carol Vorderman, Carol from down the road. <laughs> just just a lot of different carols. Anyway, sounds like you had a lovely time there in the afterlife. I imagine heaven to be a bit top of the pops in 1995. You know, Ronan Keating singing a song that you don't particularly want to hear. Some open flames on something that looks very unstable against a teenager wearing polyester. I think that's what heaven looks like. And if it doesn't, I don't want to fucking go. And that's your lot. Oh, I've had a lovely time this week. Listen, remember, next week is the Christmas special. So we only want your Christmas-related content. And then we're off air for a couple of weeks. But don't worry, we'll be straight in after the new year. I just need a bit of vocal rest. You know, a bit like Rita Aurora. <laughs> Did anyone see that on that interview thing? Anyway, um, so keep it festive, please. Uh, remember, the first ATT Live is happening in February in Manchester. We'd love to see you there. Head over to at After the Tone POD for more info on that. Debbie is back next week. So love to Maya for this week's episode. Hello to Tim on the phones. And it's a goodbye from me, the fatty on the microphone. And I'll leave you with just a little bit more of that beautiful laughter from our friends, Nat and Mandy in Port Talbot. See you in a bit. <laughs> After the tone, after the tone, leave your message after the tone. ATT This Week is produced by Maya Miller Lewis, Vice Producer Tim Bano, Executive Producer Debbie Kilbride. After the Tone is a Debbie production. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.